0: Hello and welcome to the Mix Era Rap Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B-Wise. This is a podcast where we talk about hip-hop from boom-bap to trap. We are a group of hip-hop enthusiasts from multiple eras trying to bridge the gap in hip-hop. My co-hosts are Kev, Terrell, and Malcolm. So, uh, Terrell, tell the people where they can follow us at on social media.
1: You can follow us on Twitter at Mixed Era Rap. That's Mixed Era Rap. And you can follow us on our Instagram page at Mixed Error Rap Pod. That is Error Rap Pod. I guarantee you we have full impact of everything that we do and you will enjoy everything that we do.
0: I really appreciate that, Terrell. Uh, and so today's episode, we're going to be going over a project review of DJ Khaled's new project, Khaled Khaled. We're also going to be doing a new song review by Jordan Lucas and Lil, featuring the little Baby. And that's Ramen and OJ. And then we're going to do an old school artist review of my main man, Dana Dane. All right, so let's jump into it.
2: Million of my checklist three years ago. At two zeros to the one, I'm in a different mode. It's my life, do what I want, I be with different hoes. You know the pick and roll, I picked her up and sent her home. I got rich, I'm strong, we get them in and get them gone. You know Trappy just got out, I didn't have to put them on got I
0: Alright, and that was every chance I get featuring Lil' Baby and Lil' Dirk off of DJ Khaled's new project, Khaled Khaled. So let's jump right into it. Terrell, what were your thoughts on every chance I get?
1: This song, it was okay song. I didn't really go that hard for it. It was a okay song for me. Like I know there's gonna be more hype hyper songs in the album, so like I give this a song of six stars
0: out of ten. All right, I really appreciate that, Terrell. So let's check in with Malcolm. Malcolm, what were your thoughts on every chance I get featuring Lil Baby and Lil Dirk?
3: I really enjoyed this song as a as a starter. The pairing of Lil Baby and Lil Durk. I always like hearing them on songs together. So, um, I just enjoyed it. Would love some 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 different production. But other than that, uh, this song was the quality. I liked it. Um, like Terrell said, it's I'm looking forward to, to more of the album when, when first hearing this. So, I mean it was a good little intro. But I mean like content wise, they both got kids, are trying to break away from the street life, I guess and establish themselves as um, black men in the industry. But, I mean, giving them a chance and and entertaining them and listening to them, um, I think is worthwhile.
0: So That's what's up. So now I'm going to give my little two cents on this one you know, not a huge fan of this particular track from that. You know, I, I, I'm feeling little baby like that. I think that he is definitely the King of the South right now. And, uh, I also, you know, I get down with a little Dirk here and there, but this particular track, you know, Khaled definitely put some good production into it. I just thought that, uh, overall it wasn't the most, it wasn't the strongest effort. So I'm just not, I'm not feeling it like that. So let's jump into it with our uh, anchorman, Kev. Kev, what were your thoughts on every chance I get featuring Lil Baby and Lil Dirk?
4: You know, I don't want to sound repetitive, but it's just, it fits, I guess, today's landscape of what we call rap. It wasn't, you know, spectacular, but it wasn't bad either. The beat was perfect for the both, art, both artists, and I think the pairing was uh, good also. You know, it's enjoyable. You know, if you're in your car or you had a party, you can put this on and it is still, you know, it'll get people moving. But it wasn't, you know, like a it didn't have a lot of wow factor, you know. You know, Terrell gave it a six and I and I'm not that far off. I would probably say six and a half, maybe seven, but you know, it was decent. All
0: right, that was up, uh, Kev. Um, you know, It is what it is. We're going to move on to the next song that we thought was notable off of the project, and that is Popstar featuring Drake, which has been out for a while. But uh, Khaled put it on this album, this project. So uh, we're going to give it a listen. Here we go.
5: Like I'm locked up, non nah, stop. From the plane to the fucking helicopter, yo. Yeah. Cops pulling up like I'm giving drugs. Ah, nah, nah. I'm a pop star, not a doctor. Bitches calling my phone like I'm locked up, non nah, stop. From the plane to the fucking helicopter, yeah Cops pulling up like I'm giving drugs. Ah, nah, nah. I'm a pop star, not a doctor. Hey, shorty with the long text, I don't talk, ay. Shorty with the long legs, she don't walk, ay yeah
0: last year i kept it on a- all right and that was drake on the track pop star uh, i'll start off with this one and just say you know it's always a good look to have drake on your on your project because you know people are going to listen to him i appreciated this one over uh the track uh grease where he was doing a bunch of his singing thing uh this one where you know whenever drake is rapping i support him i, I support him in general but I'd rather hear him rap than hear him sing, so that's just my opinion uh I thought this track was pretty nice uh and again it's been on the it's been on pop charts as well, so uh we know the 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 mainstream audience enjoyed it too so I'm gonna leave that with my two cents, Malcolm, what were your thoughts on uh the track Pop star featuring Drake
3: another song that's been um been out circulating um for some time now? Out of the two, pop star Grease, I enjoy listening to uh, Grease a little bit more. I just think when you talk about rapping, Drake, it's like I'm no longer going to entertain anything that's not of substance from him. He's been doing his his alter ego, switching, switching sides for many years now, so I expect more. And when it comes down to it, he seems like singing-wise, he's put more effort toward improving that over the years than rapping. So, Popstar is cool. I, I know a lot of people enjoy listening to it because it's a catchy, catchy song and it's got on the pop charts fairly quickly. So, I mean, stream it if, if it's something that you and the type of music you may enjoy.
0: All right, that's what's up, Malcolm. Definitely feel you on that. Let's move on to um, Kev. Kev, what were your thoughts on Popstar featuring Drake?
4: You really can't go wrong with the, uh, with a Drake Drake feature on your album. I mean, it's Drake. You know, it. it's You know, his, him and his team. They work so well together that, you know, even the media core material is going to be a lot better than uh, everybody else's best material. So, it. It sounds. It, it. just. It just sounds like a typical Drake song. It's like once again, there's nothing really spectacular, no wow factor. It's a, a Drake song and. You Know Khaled was
0: lucky enough to get more than one, yeah. Definitely, that's what's up, uh, Kev. <laughs> I, I definitely agree with you on that. It actually, tickled me a little bit, so let's let uh Terrell anchor this one. Uh, Terrell, what were your thoughts on Khaled Khaled Project Pop Star featuring Drake?
1: Like, like you said, this song been out for quite a while, and I guess what you said was correct, that, yeah, when you have a Drake on your album, people's gonna listen to it because it's Drake. He got that type of title. And the fact that he put out one song, but two songs that been out already on his album, that says a lot right there. Like, yeah, I can't, That it make it seem like, oh, I can't have an album without the hottest person on the, tra- on the track, and the hottest person on the track that been on hot, the hottest for the last, almost six, seven years is Drake. So, you know, nowadays, Almost all the artists now putting a feature with Drake on their album, and when they put that feature with Drake on their album, their albums go up, it don't go down, it goes up. So, I see what you probably was doing. So, this song, like I said, it been out for a long time. I like it, I'm always gonna like it. So, yeah,
0: all right, that's what's up, Terrell. So, now we're gonna move into our next uh notable track from the project, and that was Sorry, Not Sorry, featuring Nas, Jay-Z, and James Fauntleroy. Another one. Silicon Valley money mixed with hindi, that's offending. Half a century almost, slice the green like a lawnmower. Till we all on, never
2: fall off. Here, a boss talk. You don't hear me, that's your loss. Winner in life, fuck a coin toss. I'm Coinbase, basically cryptocurrency, Scarface. Join us, there's gotta be more of us. I'm from the ghetto. What location? Two all
0: right, that was Sorry Not Sorry featuring Nas and Jay Z and. James Frontleroy from the project Khaled Khaled. I'm going to jump in and get my two cents first on this one and just say Nas doesn't get good beats like this a lot. I think he did his thing on it. You know, two mature gentlemen. I thought James Frontleroy uh, really did nice on the hook. Uh, Jay Z. This is probably, this is probably my second favorite uh, song from this project. Truly enjoyed it. Refreshing to hear these two cats together. It makes me wonder why we got a uh, Jay Electronica and Jay-Z compilation album instead of a Nas and Jay-Z album. You know, that's something that, that should be in the works. All right. And that's my two cents. Let's move on to Malcolm. Malcolm, what were your thoughts on Sorry Not Sorry featuring Jay-Z and Nas?
3: I think you just have to commend both of these um, these veterans in the game for still finding a way to be able to be relevant to the new generations. Each year that they come out with any project or any any feature, it's another generation of ears that are able to hear a different phase of of their music and their sound. So they're just staying alive. And I get that uh, we we've been deprived of 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 old golden era rap sounds and and sometimes. So although they're not at their peak like they used to be, um, it's good to hear them especially
0: on some good beats. so. Yeah, that's what's up, Malcolm. I appreciate that. Um, let's um, move into it with uh, Terrell. Terrell, what were your thoughts on Sorry Not Sorry featuring Jay-Z and Nas? When I said I woke
1: up Friday morning and seeing they had a song together, I literally cried. I was like, after how many years we had to wait to get a Nas and Jay-Z on a track? It took... Too damn long, and now we finally got it. And I like both verses. That's this is the best of New York. We have two of the best of best of the best. And I enjoy this song. I blast this song every day for the last three days that this has been this has been out. And I enjoy this song. And I don't care how many times I hear it on the radio. I will turn it up, and I will just be in my phone and listen to the song. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you, DJ Khaled.
0: You the best. That's what's up, Terrell. Really appreciate that. Let's let our anchor man finish this one off. Sorry, not sorry, uh, Kev.
4: I knew Terrell would shed a tear when he finally heard something that he some real music and he still solved. <laughs> but anyway <laughs> you can't go wrong. It's it's real it's it's hard to go wrong with Nas and Jay Z together on the song i mean you know these these are men their fathers businessmen elder statesmen in the, in the rap game and they're still putting out quality content in this new era that it's, it's it's like you know do we even have hope that the younger generation will ever get to this level and it's kind of hard to say yes or no at this time but this is you know this is what this is their wheelhouse, like these old R and B soulful beats, and just let them rap about whatever they want to, and it and it works. So, I mean, I don't know, you know, I have no idea what DJ Khaled kind of claim to fame is, but for him to get all these big name artists on his album to do work for him is amazing, and this feature with them too is just a plus.
0: Yeah, that's what's up. Okay, I really appreciate that. You know, um, we're going to jump into this fourth uh, song that we thought was notable from the uh, Khaled Khaled project. And that is Where You Come From featuring Bougie Banton, Bountigella, and Capitan.
2: DJ e. Khaled. you, with, will you? See million. We not, you go long like the Amazon, big split, split like a cylinder, man, of beat like that questions my beat boy retreat 20 minute thing stops and train up's not clear in a no banda down and in where we go we jump jump in it i'm going then now come to clear line A knock me from coming up i'd fine underneath i
0: must stand all right that was where you come from featuring buju bantan and bounty killer and capitan Let me start this one off and just say that this was my favorite track off the album. You know, love what we're seeing here in 2021. All this international love from Skepta to Buju to Bounty Killer. It's just major love. I'm really I'm loving this year again, just loving this year as far as hip hop is concerned. And I really appreciate them. You know, Khaled putting these two two legends on on this track, as well as Jay-Z and Nas. It was a really, really nice look for that. The song was strong. I loved the way they went back and forth with each other. Uh, the structure of the song was perfect. A- impressive, very impressive. Uh, that's, that's what I'm gonna leave it at. Let's move it on to with, uh, Terrell, what were your thoughts on where you come from, Buju Bantan, and Bountagela? When I heard this song, I had a light it up.
1: jumping in my room, saying, boop, boop, boop. I love this song this is a real caribbean vibe song if you just want to go party and just turn up and just like vibe out like i love this song and only dj Khaled. how if you never watch him on his social media he be blessing up to the skies playing booty booty banda and all that and i'm finally that i'm finally happy that he got the song that he can relate to because I remember DJ Khaled from a movie called Shockers and I didn't even know that was DJ Khaled. He was slim stuff. So he was always about this. Like, with the Caribbean life and stuff. So, bless up to this song. I love it. And I hope this song goes on forever.
0: Yeah, that's what's up, Terrell. Appreciate that. Let's move into it with uh, Kev. Kev, what were your thoughts on where you come from, Bougie Bantan and Bounty Killer?
4: I loved it. I'm a big reggae fan, so... To see this pairing and, and for for Khaled to put it all together was um, impressive. And I'm, I'm kind of shocked. Like I said, I'm not too familiar with Khaled's background or what he does behind the scenes, but he was, he's was he been able to get, he, he was able to make hits, you know. And this is another one. I hope this is a song that don't go over people's heads at all. I hope people actually listen to it and and get to enjoy, you know, what they're listening to.
0: No doubt, Kev, no doubt. So let's let uh, Malcolm anchor this one. Malcolm, what were your thoughts on where you come from featuring Buju Bantan and Bounty Killer?
3: Like you, like one of us um, had mentioned earlier, Khalid is, DJ Khaled has found his way to, I mean, throughout it, throughout his years in the game, his networking skills, you got to commend him because with all these big names on this project, it just, it establishes how, how, deep his his rolodex is you know i mean um you have buju bantan i haven't heard from him on any mainstream song in in some time you know it was it was a treat and captana i mean he he's been he's been growing in in the nation um when you talk about um the buzz around his name recently so i, I it was it was a it was a nice nice song a nice dance hall vibe song like tarod mentioned earlier so if that's what you if if that's something you would like to listen to then by all means um stream this
0: all right that's what's up malcolm so now we're going to jump into our stream and no stream because these were the songs we thought were notable off of the project so we're going to start off with the youngest in charge malcolm stream or no stream for the project khaled khaled
3: for me, I have to. Uh, I'm gonna say no stream. This is not anything exceptional, especially from DJ Khaled. You have to understand, he's he's done plenty of these projects where he has these big names and the hype hype around the 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 project and the build up he brings is has been way bigger for other projects similar to this. Um, so I'm gonna do no stream for this, but it, it has some gems on there.
0: Yeah, that's what's up, Malcolm. Let's move on to Terrell. Terrell, stream or no stream for the project Khaled Khaled?
1: I'm going to stream this because it's DJ Khaled. Anything that DJ Khaled produce is going to get hits. It's going to get played no matter where you go from clubs to slip clubs to stadiums. Like, it's going to be tuned everywhere around the world. So you can't, like, his op- Malcolm's opinion is, my, is his opinion but I feel like this is going to be a stream everywhere you go because, like I said, the name by itself, DJ Khaled, and everybody knows what DJ Khaled is going to bring to the table and his albums, and boom, he d- he did it. So, it's a strength for me.
0: Alright, that's what's up, Terrell. So now we're going to move into it with uh, Kev. Kev, stream or no stream on the project Khaled Khaled?
4: It's a no for me. It's not a bad album, but it's not spectacular either. When you, have, when you have a bunch of big names and they don't present a lot of wow factor to me, it's like you wasted your time and and, and you wasted everybody else's time. So, I mean, like I said, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what DJ Khaled does behind the scenes outside of getting big names to come together and record for him. But um, I'm not really impressed. I mean, outside of getting these names to record for him... but I mean the music is is so so, but I mean it's gonna it's gonna be it's it's gonna be successful because all the names on there. I mean you got Drake, you got Nas, you got Jay, you got Cardi B, you got Dirk, and you got Little Baby, Dub Baby, Megan Thee Stallion. You know it's it's people gonna you know stream it up, but uh, I'm good. It's a no for me.
0: Yeah, I got you on that, Kev. And for me, it's a no stream just because. It was too many tracks not to have enough standout stuff. I think that people are definitely going to find their way. They already found their way to the Drake uh, cuts. So what you have left. The highlights for me, again, I I think I I enjoyed the uh, Bodies in Motion with Bryson Tiller and Roddy Rich and Lil Baby. That one was definitely a little standout-ish. Outside of that, uh, Sorry Not Sorry was a huge standout. And then the biggest one for me was Where You come from with the Buju Bantan and the Bounty Killer and Capleton. So if you can, you know, just pull those two down off of Apple Music and or those three down and enjoy those, it is what it is. You ain't got to put your money into the project. So that's our opinions on our project review of DJ Khaled's project Khaled Khaled. So now we're going to move into our new song review of Joiner Lucas featuring Little Baby, Ramen and OJ.
5: I got some needs, I need the money like I need to breathe, I need some honest and I need the scheme, I need the W by any means, yada that I mean. tell that little bitch that I'm out of her league, enough is enough and I think I'm allergic to suckers, you niggas keep making me sneeze. no mouth of blood and I'm making them bleed, you try to run and I'm breaking your knees, I made them fall like I'm wrecking the lead, you know I ball like I blame for the lead, I mean what I say and I say what I mean, I ain't no joke we ain't making no memes, if I pull up on them I'm making a scene, then I'm making them scream, straight from the bricks, I need a lick. I drink the body since I was a kid nigga
0: all right, that was Joyner Lucas and Lil Baby on the song Ramen and OJ. So let's get into it with the youngins. Malcolm, what were your thoughts on Ramen and OJ?
3: I've tried to give Joyner um, a chance in the past. I mean, he came out with that controversial, um, provocative song, I believe, uh, like two, three years ago when he was he was imitating um a white person and a black person and just the internal struggle with that music video which was trending for a while since then i mean he's, he's he can rap it's just is he the type of artist you want to listen to you know and for me it's a no but this song is um is very interesting i like uh I, I, I mean when you get the stamp with little baby these days it seems like you you're you're going on the up and up you know so I would like to see in the next few months his popularity and the buzz that's around his name, and see if he comes out with a few more projects or more, more, more singles, and and really gets the 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 the, the buzz and the the following that that similar artists are getting um, now. So this will be a,
0: I believe I'll, I'll stream this. All right, that's what's up, Malcolm. You know, for me, I um I don't know. You know, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the visuals of this particular project. Um, I could have done without uh, the Joyner Lucas singing thing. But when he did drop his verse, I, I thought that was enjoyable. It was a solid effort, you know, and, and, and having little baby as, as your feature is it's almost a guarantee that somebody's going to pay attention to it. Again, if it wasn't without, if it, if I would have heard this um, song without the visual, I probably would not stream it. But because it has that visual with it, I would say stream this particular track. Um, it's worthwhile. It's worthwhile. It's not a lot of uh, substance to it, but it's definitely a worthwhile, fun, fun little trip to take. All right. So uh, let's move into it with uh, Terrell. Terrell, um, your thoughts on Ramen and OJ featuring Little Baby by Joyner Lucas.
1: See, okay, with John Lucas, like, I understand where he coming from and some of his songs he makes and stuff. And, like, the one that I like the most was the tribute to Will Smith. Like, I love that song. But this song right here, it was a little bit of everywhere, and I couldn't get into it. Even in the name of the title, I couldn't get into it. So, I'm, mm, I wouldn't, mm-mm. this one right here, it gotta be, I feel like it got to be a remix to tune it up or switch some stuff out. But this cut right here, it's not for me right now.
0: Yeah, that's what's up. I feel you on that, uh, Terrell. So let's let the anchor man finish this one off. Uh, Kev, your thoughts on Ramen and OJ?
4: I'm, I'm just like a lot of you all. Uh, I'm not a big Joint Lucas fan. I, I just can't explain why. It's just something that doesn't appeal to me. And based off what I've seen before, Um, Him doing this song to me is somewhat of a shock because he, from my understanding of him, he always kind of forged his own lane. And with this song, it was kind of he wanted to fit in with the the regular narrative um, of what's going on. Even though I didn't really care for his music too much, I did like the fact that he always stepped outside of the box, which I I can appreciate that. But, I, I mean, it's just... Like I said, this song is just more the same. It's just more the same of what is going on today. It's nothing spectacular. It's nothing, you know. That's just so no wild wow factor. There's no wild wow factor, but it's it's a shock that for me, it's a shock that he did this song and he did this song with this feature. So it is what it is.
0: All right, that's what's up, uh Kev. You know, it's 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 tough it's really tough when you got uh, a young man like jordan lucas out here trying to do something but then i'm pretty sure he's heavily being pushed by his record label to do the things that he is doing on like a project like this so i'm gonna give him a little bit of leeway on that and just say the industry is strong And just and and, but I I definitely think that uh, it's worth it is worth what it is. So now we're going to move into our old school artist review of my main man, Dana Dane. And I'm going to give you a little information about uh, Dana Dane. And uh, Dana's real name is actually Dana McLeese. And he was born and raised in Fort Greene, Brooklyn, New York. He was an original member of the Kango crew with my main man, Slick Rick. Uh, As we all know, Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh got together and they were able to put out the show in 1986. And then they put on our boy Dana and Dana got signed to Profile Records. And in 1987, he drops his debut album, Dana Dane with Fame, which was multiple gold album that had a lot of hits on it. And then in 1990, he dropped Dana Dane Forever, which was his sophomore uh, effort that was, you know, a little, a little off his pace. And then he came back in 1995 with his song. I'm sorry, with his project, Rolling with Dana, which had a couple of hits off of. And then that particular project went uh, gold as well. He's recently had a few comebacks. He's actually had a couple of uh, singles that he's put out. And we're going to just give you a uh a little bit of his a little taste of his old school love all right so here we go with send a fella
2: once upon a time but was the scene in the project that they call for green the a young man send the fellas his name to make it interesting it's me dana Dane. i live in our with my cute stepdad and two stepbrothers who treated me bad i cook, i clean. I scrubbed the floors an and I were like an every boy running to the store. My brothers, they used to boast and brag. We've got fresh gear and you've got rags. Even worse than that to make me.
0: All right. And that was Dana Dane with Uh Let's start it with one of the youngins and say, Terrell, what were your thoughts on Dana Dane?
1: So. I never really listened to Dana Ding, Ding like that. I didn't even know who he was. I had to go look up him and see who he was, what, what crew he was with. And I talked to my mom about it and she got surprised. She got surprised and happy. She said, you don't know who Dana Dang is. And she told me stories how they used to rock out and rock hard when he was performing and stuff and rapping and stuff. And to, just to see that impact of how that type of style of music that he raps and stuff, it's it's amusing. Like, you want to hear more and more and more. So, and we don't get that type of music nowadays. We get, sorry to say, we get that mush music nowadays, but I would like to see hip hop go back to, do a tribute back to the era of freestyle rapping, how he does does it back in the days. And I enjoy it. Like, I've been listening to it now. I've been listening to more of his songs rap songs and stuff and it's there's a new fresh flavor in your ear and i like it
0: yeah that's what's up terrell i appreciate that and that's why we do this on this platform so that the young people can have another taste you know go back and check out not even go back but discover these artists who were not the top artists in you know, in hip hop during their era, but had nice runs, you know. And I think this is very, very important. And we're gonna try to cover as many of these artists as we can so that our audience gets an opportunity to learn something new. All right, so let's uh step into it with our main man Kev. Kev, what were your thoughts on Dana Dane? Oh
4: man. When 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 he first came out, I mean, he was he was kinda in that slick rick mode and I think that's what his problem Ended up being, I think, by the fact he was aligned up with Slick Rick. A lot of people looked at both of them as the same instead of two separate artists. Or maybe they tried to mold him into the sick, Slick Rick type of mold, but he was totally the opposite of Slick Rick. I mean, not like not like a huge difference, but it was a noticeable difference, and he just kind of got lost in the shuffle, you know. And it's unfortunate though, but um. Dana Dane was I mean, that Dana Dane was just he was smooth, he, he was stylish, he told fun stories. You know what I mean? Like Slick Rick's stuff was very imaginative. I guess that's I w I don't know if it's a word, but it was just like Slick Rick was very descriptive in his stories. Dana Dane was kinda like he was fun. Like all his songs was like fun songs. And, you know, you could play any of his stuff on the radio. He didn't have a lot of cussing in his words and all that. And it was it was enjoyable, but like I said, I, th- I think the I think the fact that he was he came out at the same time with Slick Rick, he he got lost in that shuffle, and it's unfortunate because I mean the guy had some hits though, man. I mean he has some real good music, and you know we don't talk about him a lot here and there. You'll hear the Fellow on the radio, or um, what is the other one? Oh gosh, I can't think of it now. But he got like you know three big radio hits. You'll hear now and again, and you know i hope people you know they kind of you
1: know listen to him and give him a chance and really enjoy what he has going on
0: yeah i think you were talking thinking about nightmares by dana dane
4: i think so yeah yeah
0: you know uh when you when you speak on his so the kango crew dana dane and slick you know they grew up together unfortunately you know when you're around somebody is your your best friend you tend to pick up some of their uh idiosyncrasies or some of their habits and so the style of rap that both of them took on was very similar the voices were distinct but you really had to listen for it because uh slick was you know born in england so he definitely had an original english accent whereas dana just being from Fort green probably grew up in a very good uh, school system and just was speaking proper english that made it sound like he was trying to be you know with the english tone but it wasn't it, it wasn't the english accent it was just him speaking properly uh, i've heard him in multiple interviews to this day at 50 something years old he still speaks with a very proper uh, english as he speaks even with his new york accent it's still very proper english And maybe that's why a lot of people kind of got them together. Plus, I think the way the the group had started was that they were kind of being like a run DMC where you didn't want too much change in the levels and tones as they were going back and forth over a track. Unfortunately, you know, Dougie comes out of nowhere from Harlem and scoops up Rick and says, hey, Rick, I got you, man. We about to go to the studio and drop this hit. And then from there, you know, uh, Dana was on his own and kind of got uh, overshadowed, you know, and Children's Story did so much better than the projects that uh, Dana did. But uh, again, I think Dana still had a lot of good music and that there were tracks that had substance and that if you give him an opportunity you'll be impressed so that's probably one reason why we're you know doing this and we're gonna drop another song from him now and that is from his 95 project and that is rolling with Dana
2: so on it. So on it to this production. You're in my mix. Come and creep with the Dane. the clip of a fat hit. I'm staying true to my groove and the stickin' uh-huh. player. Straight from Urdu Avenue. Smooth type, rough sack, not respect. You're sittin' on them Dane's and the Dane's in your take deck. So bounce baby, baby, bounce, baby, bounce, bounce. And show them that they can't keep this Brooklyn rapper. How that sound? Me the Dane. Lose all my fame. And-
0: Alright, and that was Rolling with Dane from Dana Dane's album in 1995, "Rolling with Dana Dane," and uh, we're gonna let uh, Malcolm give his two cents on what he thought about Dana Dane.
3: So the song we just listened to is actually one of my favorites from him. Um, it was the name of the the project, um, the song's name of the project. Um, so it was a it was a cool it's a cool great great. Great tribute to uh, Rick James, you know, def- with that sample. A lot of the old artists though don't like their music sample. I did. I found that out. It was very interesting. But um, uh, I enjoyed the the song. Rick. Uh, I mean, Dana Dane. I, I I found out about him. Um, another artist I found out about early when I was doing my um research on the hip hop game and stuff like that, and found out about him with Slick Rick. Kwame, Michelle, those those type of artists around the real. Um, this is this is prior to Sugar Hill and the Gang, and prior to to the um, to that that era of rap. And it was just it was just they, they built the groundwork of what into the. There would be no golden era without without with um with Dana Dane and what Slick Rick and I'm um, uh, Blow. And, and and what these artists have established and what they've given to the game so it's just uh, it's a gift to to have these people on earth and I'm, I'm happy that we're able to take time out to speak about them and just shed some light on their uh their careers and what they've what they've done for for society so
0: yeah that's what's up malcolm appreciate that you know again like i said we really try to Lend our platform to these artists, so that uh, hopefully our listeners will take an opportunity to give them a little listen and see if they are feeling what they're doing. Cause um a lot of them are still out here doing their thing, you know. And we're we're gonna do our best to try to uh, put them out there for the people to hear. And we're gonna close out today's uh, episode with one of his most recent projects, and that is real MCs that he did with. Nigel Stargate in optx
2: on great one stepped in the room enticed the boom boom one hovers alone she's on me like dude i'm straight and feeling you you're a ghetto boy yeah you're nice and smooth you're a classic man red ready method man can you chef it up like ray kwan yes i can she said we should be friends i love dog man found out we both like white chocolate and menace can i buy you a drink as we step to the bar i said teetles and cramps matter fact, remy ma sugar honey iced tea she said her name was trina i'm miami fatty funky cold medina
0: all right, and that was Dana Dane with Nigel Stargate and OPX with his n- or new song, Real MCs. We'd just like to start off and say uh, we really appreciate all the fans for listening. You can check us out with any questions or comments on our email at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. We look forward to uh, he- answering your questions and comments. Please tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. So Terrell, tell them where they can follow us on social media.
1: They can follow us on Twitter at Mix Error Rap, and they can follow us at on Instagram at Mix Error
0: Rap Pod. All right, appreciate that, Ter- uh, Terrell, and we're out of here. Peace.